Hi, I'm your host, Ian Lindsay, and today I'm going to talk about how to care for ants. If you aren't interested in ants, don't unsubscribe. There will be plenty of future episodes that aren't about ant care. Now, for those of you still listening, let's get started. The very first thing you'll need to start an ant colony is a queen ant. A queen ant is usually larger than the workers, but you shouldn't rely on just this. Another way to identify a queen is to look at their abdomen. A queen's abdomen is more flat, kind of bulky because that's where her wing muscles used to be. Right after a nuptial flight, a queen may still have her wings. A queen with wings might not be fertilized, though. If you can't find a queen, you can buy one from a local dealer. Before you get a queen ant, you should have everything ready. Ants can be a little bit difficult to care for in their early stages, but once you have a larger colony, things get easier. Besides a queen, you'll need a couple of test tubes. I bought mine off of Ants Canada. Next, you'll need some cotton balls and bottled water. I have a gallon of spring water that I use for all of the bugs and other animals that I come across. That way, I don't have to go to the store every time I catch a new animal. Fill your test tube about halfway with water. Ants Canada test tubes have a fill line, which I find to be quite helpful. Next, you'll need to plug the test tube with a cotton ball. Use a Q-tip to shove the cotton ball down into the water. Now, when the ants are thirsty, they can sip from the wet cotton ball without being at risk of drowning. Don't push the cotton ball too far down, though. After you put a queen ant in the test tube, close it off with another cotton ball. This cotton ball will act like a cork in a bottle while still allowing the queen ant to breathe. For about a week, you should keep the test tube in a warm, dark place without any vibrations. The queen will need to be left undisturbed or she might get stressed. After that week is up, you can check on her. By now, she may have a few eggs. The queen now needs to eat. Get a small piece of tinfoil and put a very small drop of honey on it. The reason you must use foil is so the test tube won't get dirty from the food being in it. If you add too much honey, then the ants could drown. Your ants will also need mealworms and other bugs such as crickets for their protein. Lunch meat may work as well. Don't check on the queen too often or, like I said, she might get stressed. Once the test tube is filled with ants, you'll need to put them in a formicarium. This is just a fancy word for ant farm, and this will be their home. You'll need to get a bigger one as the colony grows. I recommend getting your formicarium off of Ants Canada. That's where I got mine. You should make sure to get the test tubes from the same company as your formicarium, because a lot of formicariums have a hole where the test tube can be inserted. Besides a formicarium, you'll also need an outworld. An outworld is just that. It's a world outside of the nest for the ants where they can forage and leave trash. The outworld and the formicarium are connected by a tube. The outworld is where the ants forage. That's where you put your food. Your ants will also need water. You can give this to them by filling a test tube all the way with water and then plugging it with a cotton ball. Another way to provide water is with a liquid feeder. Sugar is provided in the form of small drops of honey, sugar water, or jelly cups, which can, which can be purchased online. Ants are very tidy, so they'll leave their trash such as dead bodies, inedible food parts, and feces in the outworld. Because of this, the outworld will need to be cleaned every now and then. To do this, simply take a Q-tip and drag it around the outworld. Also, make sure to pick up any uneaten bugs. Also, to keep your ants from escaping, apply a mixture of baby powder and isopropyl alcohol in the outworld. This creates a slippery barrier that the ants cannot climb past. When the weather starts to get cool, about November, your ants will need to hibernate. If you live in a tropical environment where there isn't really a winter, then your ants won't have to hibernate. But most people will have to hibernate their ants. To start hibernating your ants, gradually lower the temperature. You can do this by setting them near an open window for about a day. Then put them in a fridge, garage, or crawl space. You just need them to have a cooler environment. 
Bring them out when the weather starts warming up, about March. Make sure your ants have plenty to eat before hibernation so that they won't need to eat during. While your ants won't need to eat during hibernation, they'll still need to drink. Just provide them with some water and make sure that the water doesn't freeze. Your ants will need a certain amount of humidity. To maintain this humidity, simply fill up the water tray or test tube. If you can't find out where to put the water for humidity, then look up a review video for that formicarium. I hope this episode helped. If you're interested in learning more about ant care, then check out Ants Canada on YouTube. I'll have new episodes every Friday. Thanks for listening!